And now, over to Brandon and Greg for Coastal Elites. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, I. Uh. Yep. Yep. It's. We say this all the time on another show, but it's been it's been a week. Yeah. And it's fucked up because it was a long weekend. It was. It was long. Like it was one of those trick, those trickery type of long weekends where, yeah. on paper, it appears long, <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, <laughs> the shit was short. So it was like a grinder long weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trickery um, and fuckery. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you live in. <laughs> If you live in Alabama, uh, you're coming up on another long weekend um, because in the state of Alabama, Monday is Confederacy Day. Um, That's a state recognized day off. That's a thing that still exists. Would be in Um, Alabama. mm. Confederacy Day. Confederacy Day. Um, so there's that. I have so many wonderings, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I mean, it's, you know, it's participation trophy day, basically. Uh, um, look, as a son of the South, Southern people of a certain complexion, you lost the war. It's Let over. It oh, shit. Just. <laughs> my god <laughs> just like you tell black folks to get over slavery y'all get over the civil war you lost thank you thank you we'll get over slavery the moment that you get over the civil war or okay let's let's put it like this okay um black people got nothing uh, from 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 the abolishment of slavery, Nothing. like not the forty acres and a mule that was promised. Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, they they got to be mistreated and disenfranchised for the next hundred plus years, um, and still to this day, the Confederate states after the Civil War got the Electoral College. So mm-hmm. you want black people to get over slavery? Get rid of the let go of college. the electoral college. Or how about you pay back the money that some of your slave owning, you know, family members got when their slaves were freed, when they lost their property? Also, Ooh, that those are reparations, right? Reparations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of reparations, um, going to something that uh, I I got fucking white people flamed me for this shit on um, Twitter a few months back uh, because I said 
cancel student debt for only black people? Um, you know, let's 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 start reparations there. Um, but they're the main ones that saying that if student loan debt is canceled, that it will improve the economic outlook for black people. So why would they be mad if you said only counsel it for black people? It's as if they're using black people as a smoke screen to, you know, push the student loan forgiveness crusade that they've been on. Yeah. Um, And the reason we became... (laughs) The reason we bring this up is because uh, this week, uh, President Uncle Joe said he was going to cancel another 10K for people making under 150K and white people have lost their collective minds about it. And the, um, the black folk that like to, you know, stay white adjacent are also collectively losing their minds um, about it. But I think that that's, it's reasonable what he's saying. If you make under a 150K and below, $10,000 of your student loans will be forgiven. I think that is very reasonable. I don't understand. And people saying, that's, that ain't nothing. Then you give me that 10K. Right. <laughs> Cut me a check. I'll take your 10K. (laughs) You know, but also we're starting to see, you know, a lot of these people who are upset about 10K. um, They're talking about they took out $600,000 and $700,000 in student loans. And uh, there's one person in particular who... um, had you know was saying it was nothing and that she's got some kind of science degree um but that she also spends seven hundred dollars a week uh on her hair and she takes luxury <laughs> vacations and um, I, saw, I saw her hair her hair and for someone that spends seven hundred dollars a week on your hair you need your ass whooped uh and yeah that stylist needs to write a book on how to um <laughs> like is your stylist joanne the scammer because just, like, you're getting fucking played getting scammed big time but oh let's go back these people with like six hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt which i know they're inflating that but i feel like there is a cap on the amount that you can borrow for federal student loans the reason why i said it's because i've reached i'm in the process of reaching my cap working on my doctorate so my cap for all the loans that I've taken out since undergrad and, uh, and my master's degree and now my doctorate is like 140. Okay. So according to studentaid.gov, um, under the portion of their website where it talks about subsidized and unsubsidized loans mm-hmm. in federal student aid. Mm-hmm. $57,500 for undergraduates. No mm-hmm. more than 23000 of this amount may be in subsidized loans. 138500 for graduate or professional students. No more than $65,500 of this amount mm-hmm. may be in subsidized loans. The graduate mm-hmm. 
aggregate limit includes all federal loans received for undergraduate study, which mm -hmm. means mm -hmm. that you went to a for-profit agency mm -hmm. and took out, you know, let's say in, in the instance of the people who claim that they have six and $700,000 in student loans for undergraduate alone. Mm -hmm. That means you went somewhere and took out a at least five hundred thousand hmm. dollars in loans, hmm. and now you want somebody else to pay for that. Hmm. Nope, not going to happen. And, and I wonder if they do realize that your private loans aren't under the umbrella of being forgiven. That's not a federal loan. That's a private. <sighs> you know, but also like there are there are people who, you know, this ten thousand dollars and there's there's math and whole fucking graphics to back yes. this up that this ten thousand dollars will help the majority of people. Yes. Yes. With student loans. It will. And people are big mad. No, this is the reasonable, fiscally responsible thing to do. You know, not to not to mention that, you know, with this 10,000, like, you know, we're over like what, 11 something billion dollars that have been forgiven. Yes. At this point. And if if you're not included in that, that means you make more than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. And this mm -hmm. is your fucking problem. Yeah. My coworker just had her loans forgiven today. She was like, my, my loans have been forgiven. And we all cheered for, her, you know, that it was exciting. And I, I just, I'm, I'm pissed off that people were so gullible to fall for the bullshit that Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren continue to spew about this stuff being done via executive order and with the stroke of a pen, yada, yada, yada. Again, as you and I have stated on the show repeatedly and on other shows and have people have stated repeatedly, executive orders begin and end with that particular president. And they also could likely end with a certain Supreme Court ruling. The Supreme Court could come in and say, no, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Just like they did with the eviction moratorium when that thing sat out on the, on the steps on the air mattress eating Oreos instead of and being in the halls of Congress doing the work. And, and there again, um, you know, there are, there are certain things that um, marching and protesting will get accomplished. Voting rights, um, reproductive justice, uh, gun violence, those sort of things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the... Supreme Court striking down an eviction moratorium, an executive order, like that's, the Supreme Court is not afraid of y'all. The Supreme Court doesn't give a shit about you. Especially this particular court. Yeah. The Supreme Court is, you know, for those that don't know, the Supreme Court is an appeals court. <sighs> don't give a shit about y'all. You know, so camping out on the steps of the Supreme Court, what did it do? 
can't do shit. You know, there is a Bible verse. Yeah, glory. Hallelujah. I believe it's in Second James. I think. Faith without works is dead. That would be correct. Uh, um, so protesting without voting is dead. Yeah, I mean... You can't have one without the other. You have to have both. You know, if you want blanket student loan forgiveness, which is not going to happen, um, you know, write your elected officials. Tell them to... When you're writing your job, yes. When you write them, tell them to write a bill. Yeah, especially if you live in uh, New York's 14th congressional district. Does she have an office yet? Uh, she she co-ops uh, with Senator Gillibrand, I think. She runs a cubicle or some shit. I don't so, know. So she's a squatter. Yeah, basically. Um, you know, that's where you are more likely to gain some traction um, instead of asking for blanket loan forgiveness because you're not going to get that. Like, that's that's just how the game is played. It ain't going to uh, happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, you, you would be better suited um, to get a petition together to ask for... Uh, blanket interest removal i you that would be ideal okay in addition to the ten thousand, if congress writes a <laughs> bill and gets it passed to wipe out all interest on federal student loans that would actually bring down individuals um amount that they owe yes and 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 go a step further and say, look, we will wipe our interest and we will backdate it. So yeah. anyone that has paid off their federal loans, guess what? You get that, get a, you get that get a check. You get a check. You get a check. You know what that yeah. is? That, that's another form of a stimulus, right? Hmm. Hey. I mean, that, that would make sense. I, I'm sure some the amount that people owe will be cut in half if interest is wiped out. And I personally feel that if you're getting money to go to school from the federal government, that any loan from the government for its citizens, not businesses, but yeah. its citizens should be, should be interest-free, interest-free yeah. period. And then also in that legislation, there needs to be something in there to tackle the, the, the expanding cost of college, yeah. of public college, of, of public institutions of higher learning. Uh, there needs to be something to, to deal with that because college has basically quadrupled. The cost has quadrupled since I graduated, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So that's the root cause. Why is college so expensive now? Well, and also, you know what? While we're, while we're on this subject, uh, let's, let's go on ahead and address a, a piece of information that's floating around. Ooh, yes. um, there, there are many who are saying that Biden ran on free college. That is incorrect. No, that is a lie. <laughs> Biden ran on free community college 
for for families making under $150,000 a year. So he's been consistent. Every everything that Biden ran on was for families making under $150,000 a year. He's what you're consistent. referencing is something that other politicians who didn't win the primary promised you. Yep. So again, you're conflating Biden's promises that he backs up and he's mm-hmm. always had some type of means test there. You're yeah. conflating what he's been saying versus what Sanders and, and, and Warren has said. And then now y'all, get, y'all are getting pissed off <laughs> because the, the warriors that were out there blowing smoke up your asses about this they they confused you yeah purposely they promised you all these rainbows and unicorns they promised you a uh uh what do you call that when you get a massage and then it happy goes ending? yes yeah they promised you a happy ending i've never had one of those have you ever had yeah, a happy I, no uh-huh. no I'm, no i'm saving myself for marriage oh. um, <laughs> um but you know these are these are the same people who are saying you know that nancy pelosi refuses to bring uh medicare for all to the floor for a vote well here's here's the thing about that okay um medicare for for all is not part of the party agenda no not not this year, not last year, not the year before, not going back all the way to 2016. Uh-uh. So no one in the party is under any obligation to bring something that's not a part of the platform to the floor for a vote. There nope. again, if you'd like for something to happen, you need to speak with your elected officials. And the people that voted against the party platform at the convention were, I think, AOC and Cory Bush. So, and I think a few others. So if they didn't, if that's your representative and they didn't vote for the party platform, then have them introduce the legislation. Because I believe anybody can introduce legislation on the floor of the House of Representatives, yep. as long as they're in the House, or as long as they're an elected member of the House of Representatives. Uh, you can you can introduce legislation, um, but in order to bring it to the floor, it has to get out of committee first. Mm-hmm. If if your bill doesn't make it out of committee, that's because you, as the lawmaker, have done something wrong. Mm-hmm. That means you haven't done your job. Um. You know, and and I could be wrong in saying that. I will, um, I will ask uh, Doctor C um, when this episode airs. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will, she will know for certain. But I feel like I'm correct. Yeah, and 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 I believe people need to understand that being a member of Congress, you have to build relationships with other members of Congress. Yeah. No matter if they're on, on your side of the aisle, on the opposite side of the aisle. Um, no, we're not saying you have to be friends with everyone. No. Because you don't. You don't. You know, but 
but you have to have a working relationship with people. Many right. of us have worked with people where we could not stand. It's called being an adult. Yes. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you cannot represent a community in federal office if you were going to act like a petulant child. Look at what happened to Madison Coffell. It is only a matter of time before the establishment, mm. as you know, some of you children on social media like to say, um, decides that they're tired of certain congressional representatives. It is only a matter of time. Mm. Um, and and so instead of you going out and primarying members of the Congressional Black Caucus all the time, especially in districts that have been the recipient of gentrified members. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and when the time comes um, that the, quote, establishment is tired of certain members of um, the House of Representatives, uh, there, there will be one member of the Congressional Progressive Caucus uh, who doesn't have to look over her shoulder and doesn't, you know, lose sleep. Um, you know, because she knows how to play well with it. Actually, I take that back. There are two people um, because they know how to um, do their job. Yes. Um, you know, and when reps Presley and Jayapal are the only members of the Congressional Progressive Caucus left um, because the rest of you are children, you'll have no one to blame but yourselves. You brought it on yourself. See, y'all want to get up there and stone with the big dogs. But you forget those, that those big dogs have built relationships not only within the halls of Congress, but also in their actual communities that they represent. Yeah. So you can go after Representative Cleburne all you want to. You can go after Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi all you want to. You can even try to go after Hakeem Jeffries if you want to. That's not going to end well for you. No. And you know what? We'll, 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 we'll take it further. Uh, you know, you can, you know, talk shit about um, the head of the Democratic Congressional Caucus, uh, Rep. Lef, Rep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Rep. Sean McCotpants. Uh, <laughs> You know, but, you know, also, you know, you can't sit there and say if he runs against another Democrat, you're going to demand that he step down, yeah. um, Congresswoman, uh, because how 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 did how did you get your seat? Hmm. Hmm. People forget that. Yeah. You you ran against an incumbent in like a plus 99 blue district mm -hmm. like like where was what what effort did you put forward no other than you weren't him you know mm. you you seem to think you seem to forget that uh you know people remember 
that uh, you and Senator Sanders went out uh, to support the primary opponent of uh, Sharice Davis. Sharice Davis. Um, and, he, and, 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 he, and that opponent was also pro-life. Yeah. And uh, she, but but you wanna you wanna you wanna posture against uh, Congressperson from Texas, mm-hmm. like you wanna pop off and 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 say, well, the the establishment is supporting a pro life candidate. Where well, so did you? You supported one too against yeah. Sharice Davis, and, you and Sanders. And when Sanders was confronted about it, he said, "I want to pick the person that best represents that district." Well, you know, but but also, you know, y'all y'all said, and you know, people talk about oh the establishment this oh the establishment that, um, you know, but uh, Congresswoman AOC, when uh, Nancy Pelosi gives you money out of her own war chest every time you're up for re-election, you don't seem to have a problem with the establishment wouldn't give her shit you know uh, i'm just that petty i wouldn't give you shit you you would have to deal with deal with it on your own you're in a safe district yeah you you good you know but also you you talk of money and politics yet you've got a multi-million dollar war chest just just sitting there that she uses and spends money in Texas where it doesn't need to be, which yeah. cost us some congressional seats down here. Stay the fuck out of Texas. Yeah. Like, unless you are the presidential candidate, there is no need for you to go outside of your district mm. for any reason. None like whatsoever. None. none out of your district, out of your state, like, doesn't matter. Stay in your district. Shit. Mind your business. Because New York politics is not the same as Texas politics. It's not. Just like, you know, I'm in Alabama. Alabama politics is not the same as Texas politics. And people may say, well, Cleburne went up to Ohio. Well, that's because that thing was talking shit about him. She popped off. Yeah. He said, oh, well, you're going to have my name in your mouth. Well, let me just come on up here and show you what I'm all about. <laughs> uh, and Killer Mike up there talking shit. Yeah. Speaking of Killer Mike. <laughs> Did you see the interview? I... <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, Killer Mike never seems to know how to wipe the white crud out the side of his mouth when he's talking, which is disgusting. Um, he also seems to always align himself with Republicans. Yeah. Because isn't he good friends with, with, with Kemp? Oh, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then he, you know, he interviews Herschel Walker, gives him airtime. Air but has he ever interviewed the, the Senator Reverend Dr. Senator Raphael Warnock? Nope. Or Senator John Alsaw? Nope. Has he interviewed Stacey Abrams? Not to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge either. So um, I, I, when people show you who they are, 
<laughs> and they show you who they rocking with. Stop giving those people any type of recognition or boosting on social media because I, I'm sick of seeing his gold dar looking ass <laughs> screaming and spitting all on the TV and in the in in on microphones and stuff. I'm I'm sick of it. He he is not for the progress of the of this country. He wants to protect his pockets. Same thing with Ice Cube. He wanted to protect his pockets. Same thing with with Uncle Luke and the two live crew. They want to protect their pockets. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about everyday Americans. But to to answer your questions, yes, I saw that debacle <laughs> of the interview. It's uh, it's interesting to me uh, that the clip that is making the rounds and the clip that I saw uh, was running on Fox News. Hmm. Uh, where uh, Mr. Walker, Mm -hmm. senatorial candidate Walker, uh, called the former occupant of the White House a liar and said that uh, the former occupant never talked him into running for Senate, that... um, (laughs) He just endorsed his Senate run. He had nothing to do with uh, Mr. Walker's plans to run for Senate, which I have questions about Hmm. because if uh, Herschel Walker were planning to run for Senate without like the guiding hand Mm -hmm. of a previous elected official, Um, would it not have made more sense to, um, stay in Texas? Hmm. Hmm. It seems as if he's trying to distance himself from Trump as we get closer to the general election. Yeah. Um, because it's, the, the trend seems to be that the closer you are allied to Trump, the worse you tend to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm seeing him showing some smarts and trying to be strategic. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he begins to show up at Kemp's um, campaign rallies and try to, you know, lock you know, arms with him more yeah. consistently. Um, but I, the fact that this man, I can't, <laughs> I just can't. And, and the more time he gets on TV, the more we have to see his son. And I just. Can somebody, I, somebody, can, somebody date Christian. Give him something to do. Like, can can somebody in Georgia blow his back out so he can just and fuck his larynx up? Thank you. So he I, can somebody down there take it for, take one for the team. There's enough of y'all down there. Yeah, like you I'll know, stop. we'll we'll start a GoFundMe or something. I, I see what happens down there. 
in free Twitter? As as someone from Georgia can confirm. Mm. Um, not that I've done it myself, but I've no, heard. No, no, no. I've heard. You, you are holiness. That's right. That's right. Personified. That's right. I'm RoboShot. <laughs> I'm anointed mm. in the Earls. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, well, well, what the fuck else is happening? Well, Fetterman um, still not campaigning in Pennsylvania. Where's Where's John? John's where's at home. Johnny? John's at home sending out emails with his dog and stuff and requesting is, money. Is he at home? Have mm. we? Uh, has I, that been confirmed? I I, I just assumed. Um, I, we don't know where he is, but um, if I were the Democratic nominee for senator in the state of Pennsylvania, I will I would use this per, this time right now to get out there and campaign, especially when the Republican candidates are locked in dispute over recounts gop in disarray hmm. if you know he should he should be out front and center you know front and center running his campaign slogan should literally literally be not even a stroke can stop me from serving the people of pennsylvania it writes itself it writes itself along with that apology to black people. Yes. Um, which should not write itself. Uh, no. That should be gone over uh, by yeah. several members of the Congressional Black Caucus. Yes. Um, and signed off on. Yes. Um, um, but again, uh, Fetterman speedy recovery, sir. But um, you're needed on the campaign trail to yeah. shore up your support so that you can win the Senate seat that yeah. you want so bad um it's, i mean shapiro can only take you so far because he's got I, his own shit to worry about exactly um you know i you know I, they're they're in this recount um i'm i'm hoping that um things stay the way they are um, as far as who the nominee is on the GOP side, uh-huh. um, because it will be easier to uh-huh. defeat Dr. Oz. Yes. Yes. A lot easier versus the other guy. Yeah. You know, um, uh, yeah. I, um, yeah. So, I, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. Fetterman, I, I hope you are you know, resting up and getting your strengths. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, stop, stop sending fucking dog text messages. Uh, yes. You're getting on people's nerves. Also, sir, the, the broccoli emoji for legalizing weed. Come on, dude. If the legalization of weed did not keep Virginia blue in the governor, in the governor's race, yeah, it, that's not. It's not given what you think is given. No, it's. it's not. I mean, you know, you're you're an adult. Um, you know, also stop sending text messages as your dog. 
that's you're you're endearing yourself to absolutely no one um there are there are people who you know i i love dogs but if a politician in you know my area sent me that shit i i would block the number immediately Blah. um that's not that's not endearing if you know Bar- and it's setting yourself up to not be taken seriously if barack hussein obama did that and you know how much i love me some barack obama if he did that shit i block him for about a week oh yeah absolutely just, just a week just a week yeah. um but he'll still get blocked just yeah like nobody's immune to being blocked for that shit um but also while we're on the subject of text messages um mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. temporarily blocking um people uh I, for the next week, um, have blocked uh, Val Demings because I got, I was recording another episode of another show uh, Uh before I got on here. Um, And during the um, hour that I was recording that show, uh, I got no less than six text messages from Congresswoman Deming's Senate campaign. Now, I, I have a monthly donation set up to her campaign. You know, so, so she's getting money from me, regardless. <laughs> it's like, damn, Val. Like- Val. I don't need to know every time that Marco Rubio shits. <laughs> <laughs> this is Val Demons. I just want you to know that Marco Rubio is a piece of shit. <laughs> Hang on. Um, but she's staying on his ass. She is staying no, on his she ass. No, like, she I love it. Um, and also, I got a text um, from a, because I am part of the establishment apparently um so i got a text from uh a luke mixon who is the democrat running for u.s senate against louisiana's john kennedy Hmm. um but but here's so he sends a text and he's basically introducing himself and you know, he uh, he's from the Naval Academy and he was a Top Gun g- graduate. Um, he was a fighter pilot for 20 years. Um, <clears throat> in the closing paragraph, yes, I said paragraph uh-huh. of this text message um, because they're sending fucking short form cover letters now. Um, it says, and remember, Reminder, this is a a man running for Senate in Louisiana. It says, I am counting on grassroots fighters in Alabama to help us elect a leader that puts American families first. Uh, Sir, John Kennedy is not my senator. No. Uh, Like, I mean, I gave him some money. Uh, but, but sir, 
I mean, I get it. I'm just, you know, there's. I'm just so tired. They just they just run me so low. <laughs> you know, there. Thank God this isn't a presidential election year. Um, oh my God! Because 2020, I oh. almost had to file bankruptcy. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know what? <laughs> I, I I remember when before then in 2018 when Beto was running against Cruz for Senate. Like I would get like a text message from Beto like every 10 minutes. Not yeah. that many this time around, you know, but it was like, damn Beto, like really? Um, so so it's funny, like every time political season starts, something heats up, everybody on my Facebook feed says, Lord, here come Beto with these text messages. <laughs> we gonna vote for you, Beto. We 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 good. Speaking of Beto, did we talk about this? How he stood. And 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 called out you Abbott. Did we talk about that? No, that happened uh, in between yes. episodes. So um, he stood there and basically said, "Abbott, do something." And then that he said, "You ain't shit. Your mom ain't shit. Your shit. dog ain't shit. <laughs> you you's a piece of shit." Then this man gonna get up to you, stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> it was. <laughs> You know, it, was like, I, it was like he infiltrated a Klan rally. It was it was crazy, but they hilarious. Were, they were cool. they were pressed. And then when he left, when Beto O'Rourke left out, the press pool followed him out. <laughs> yep. There was a gaggle around him, and they showed that shit on MSNBC and the other news stations. Like they broke from the press conference and just focusing on what Beto was saying. And what he was saying was the truth. Yeah. Like, you get up here and you do thoughts and prayers all the damn time. We're sick of thoughts and prayers. It's the same dog and pony show each and every time that one of these events happen where kids are shot up at school. You get up there and say, well, we're praying for the families and the victims and we're going to try to fix it so this won't happen again. Guess what, Abbott? It happened again, you know, and... And it will continue happening. Until we have some common sense gun reform. Yeah. There's no reason why anyone should have an AR-15. No. There's no reason for that at all whatsoever. And people say, well, like some bra is going to post on, on Twitter, I was 18 with this, and she had an AR-15 in her hands, and she was in military fatigues or whatever. Of course you have it, because guess what? You all are properly trained to use that. But also, also let's Let's take it from this angle, okay? Um, she 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 had an AR-15 mm-hmm. at 18. Mm-hmm. Because of gun laws, she wasn't able to purchase one herself prior to that. Mm-hmm. It's for the same reason that you know this shooter um, was not able to get the guns and ammunition that he got until he turned 18 mm-hmm. because of gun laws. Yes. You know, I, I am a gun owner. I own a gun. Um, you know, it is, I was, I was mugged once upon a time and I, I got a gun. I've had one ever since it for like 15 years. I've had one now. 
I'm trying to picture you holding that gun and pulling it out on someone's ball. Back up, fool. I'm just trying to imagine it. I can, I can see you. It's, you know, it. My my voice drops an octave when I've got the gun in my hand. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you know, I'm all for like, you know, yeah. if if you want a gun, get a gun, have yes. a gun. But yes. you know, just like with a car, there should be some rules in place before you're just allowed to just have one. Exactly. I, and there's like certain vehicles that yeah. you know are or certain things that you can't do to your vehicle and all that stuff. Like there, there, there are rules and laws in place for a reason to keep people safe. Yeah. And for these idiots to say, well, we need to only have one entrance into a school and out of a school. The fuck? So in the event of a fire. Just let and, the kids burn. That, that, know, that's just what they're saying. Schools are already overcrowded across mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've got a school with 1,200 kids in it. You know, some jackass who was like me in high school smoking in the bathroom fucking, you know, doesn't run the water over their cigarette butt and the fucking trash can catches fire. You want 1,200 kids to get out one door. Mm. That's not going to happen. Then they said, well, we need to arm teachers. These are the same teachers. You want to arm these, the, the same teachers that you all don't believe could pick their own lessons or library books. Yeah. Make it make sense. Like, like pick one. Like you, you can't have it. And, and actually, you know what, while, while we're talking about the tragedy in Texas from Mm -hmm. the other day, Mm um, I would like to say something, um, to, the American news media after a tragedy like this, um, you know, be it a mass shooting or an act of domestic terrorism, bombing, something of that nature. um, Nobody. And I, I mean this from the very bottom of my soul. Nobody wants to hear from the perpetrator's parents. Fuck you for interviewing his mom. Fuck her for, oh, he had his reasons. Fuck you, lady. She justified the shit. Like, I I can't, I can't even. Stop humanizing killers. I can't. You know, and, and some of this falls on, you know, podcasters like ourselves you know these these true crime podcasts and you know these serial killer films like stop humanizing killers stop it It, because they don't the media will humanize a fucking mass murderer or a serial killer but will dehumanize an innocent black kid or an innocent black woman sleeping in her bed or, you know, or 12-year-old playing with a, a toy gun in the park that gets shot down. Like they how, would many, dehuman- how many times was Tamir Rice called a man? 
on the national news. Several. That was a child. He was 12. I, I don't give a fuck how tall he was. He could have been nine feet tall. He's 12 years old. He was 12. That is a child. And, and Michael Brown, he was 18. You know, legal, yes. What You know, however, he, you label him a man, but that, that swimmer, that Lochte dude goes down in Brazil and pisses and, and, and ransacks this convenience store down there. Oh, yeah, he was just, you know, he was just being a kid. Just being he a was kid. a 30 something year old grown ass man. Or you, let's Kendall Jenner and mm-hmm. the infamous Pepsi commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people said on social media that it was in poor taste. And there were those that rushed to her defense and said, well, she's just a 21 year old child. No, she's an adult. She signed those contracts herself. Mm-hmm. She signed off on that idea. Yes. Herself. Her fucking self. Herself. And while we're on the subject, Monica Lewinsky's 25 year old ass. I don't give a fuck what kind of brain development was going on. She knew what she was doing. And she, she had knowingly. A, she had a history of, of, of seeking out grown married men. She had a history of doing that. Bill Clinton wasn't her first rodeo. Yeah. No. Probably, probably not her last. And I know the Lewinsky defenders are going to probably be like, how dare y'all? She was just she was manipulated by his power. No, she wanted to manipulate his power tool, um, which is why she pursued him. Yeah, but but also it's important to note that you know we're not saying that you know what he did was okay. No, it wasn't okay because he abused his power as president of the United States. Yes. He stepped out on his wife. You know, that's wrong. Like nothing about that is okay. But but he isn't the only one at fault. Yes. It took two people in the situation. Yeah. Two adults. Two consenting adults. Two consenting adults. And on that note, uh, we these two consenting adults are at the end of part one of this show. Yes. Uh, so stick around and we will be right back. Yeah.